0: Canine Cast number seven. It's the Canine Cast with Tara and Walter.
1: Hi, welcome back to the Canine Cast. I'm Tara. And I'm Walter. Hi, we're back here once again. I have some fun news this week. I actually um, went back and started teaching puppy classes again. Uh, back back in one of our earlier shows, we had mentioned how I um, had been teaching puppy classes, and I took a few months off. And then uh, I just I just went back. My first class, the registration class, was about a week ago. And for that one, people just basically come in and sign up and I don't see the puppies, although I kind of get a, a preview of what people have and get an idea of what they want from the class and kind of give them um, some tips to get them started so they can start training their dogs and come in and practice. But the second week, Is always the most exciting week for puppy class because that's when they come in and they bring the puppies and yeah it's so wonderful and they're oh they come in and they're so cute and this now I do these classes with my local training club where I'm a member so we have a facility with two different training areas and there will be two classes going on at a time so these dogs will go into this training facility there's other dogs around there's all kinds of distractions and fun smells and they're normally either totally overwhelmed or bouncing off the walls and i always tell i always tell my people at the first class that it's a little bit like you know they're taking their dogs to doggy disney world so Aww. yeah they may act a little bit differently when they first get there but um but oh so so great And It's amazing because they start the class and they're whatever size they are normally the classes for dogs that are six months and under So you can imagine that most of them are pretty small and then as the class goes throughout It's amazing because you know puppy will come in one week and and it's great because basically my My job in teaching the class is I instruct people on how to train their dogs But they are the ones doing the training and I basically get to play with them a whole lot which is a lot of fun. We really love it. And Walter occasionally will come in and help out with a class, especially with our graduation classes. So he's assisting in
0: Tara's dog's endeavors.
1: Yes, yes. He's my, my trusty sidekick. But so, so much fun. Um, but so you start out with these little puppies and it's amazing because a couple of weeks in, all of a sudden you'll come in and one of those little puppies suddenly doubled in size over a week. And I'm, Basically, looking at the owner saying, Okay, what did you do with your puppy? And what have who has been this? feeding this dog? That's right. Who'd you bring back with you this week? But uh, so, uh, so, I'm just so, so, so very happy to be back into that groove and doing that again. Um, so, in honor of the new puppy class starting, I wanted to actually talk a little bit about um, bringing a new puppy and also a new dog into your home. With puppies, there is something that's very special about the puppyhood time. Basically, um, up until they get to be about six months old, they go through a socialization period. And this socialization period is marked by a few smaller periods, but um, there are some periods where the dogs are going to be a little bit more shy of new things and some periods where they're going to be more outgoing. But basically, this is the time when... You have a little tiny dog in your life that doesn't really know anything about the world. And your job is to teach them and show them absolutely everything, which is just amazing to see all of their different reactions, but can also be sometimes a little bit overwhelming because there really is so much to do. And you'll, you'll see puppies kind, kind of shy away from things that you never would have thought of going from grass to concrete if you've never seen a puppy that has that hasn't been on grass before that can be kind of that can be kind of different and likewise if they've say maybe been on grass but haven't been around concrete then that can be a little bit strange for them too so it's very exciting and that's one of the things that you'll want to look for if you are actually going to take your puppy to a puppy class is one that really emphasizes the socialization aspect because that is so very important In your puppy's life, it's something that you can only do for a very limited time. And basically, you want to do as much as possible while you're there. And with the majority of it, even by the time they're three months old. So hopefully when you get your puppy, whether you've adopted it from a shelter or a rescue, which are great places to get puppies, or from a responsible breeder, then the people there have hopefully worked with it to start socializing it. And so basically when I talk about socialization, it's just basically introducing the, your puppy to the world around you, but in a very safe way so that they learn to develop a lot of confidence with themselves when they're coming across new situations rather than getting kind of scared and skittish. So the way that you do this is you just want to make sure that all of your experiences are safe and that they're very positive for the puppy if the puppy does kind of shy away you don't want to you don't want to push them into it you definitely don't want to tell them no don't ever scold them for not you know for not jumping right into something new but just kind of you know bring them al- bring them along and make it fun and make it a game you can bring treats and pet them and tell them how wonderful they are when they you know work up the courage to explore something new so with the beginning of class, I always hand out a socialization guide. And I tell people not only is this good for socialization, but this is good to get your dog going in training as well. Because when your dog learns, for example, sit a basic command, they don't know that sit in your living room means the same thing as sit in your kitchen or sit outside or sit if there's another person in front of them. These are all things that they have to learn one little bit um, at a time. So what the people in my class end up doing is they take this socialization guide, they start training the dog, and I tell them to try to do, the, try to train the dog around these socialization um, types of, you know, experiences and situations. So that way they get, the, they get the training and their dogs get the socialization. And it's a great way to make it very positive and make it fun. In addition, when you're actually training your dog, that's a great way for the rest of your dog's life to kind of take their mind off of something that has them a little bit concerned. Um, for example, for the July 4th episode, we had talked a little bit about fireworks and how, no matter what, do- what age your dog is, if they are a little bit scared of say loud sounds, that's a great time to start doing your obedience training with them to get their mind off of it. Well, the same thing with a puppy. They may see something that has them a little off a little on guard So what you can do is you can go ahead and introduce them, show them that that thing is okay, make it a lot of fun. And if you're also working on your sits or your downs or other puppy training exercises, you can do that there. And if you have done a good job in making your training fun with your puppy, then that'll be, you know, a nice little game for them to play with you. So, and, and along with that, another thing about training puppies, uh, you're hearing Toby smelling the microphone, just so you know. Yeah, yeah Walter, Walter has him on his on his lap, so he's kind of sniffing around. Um, so far as training puppies, you always want to make it fun. Um, this is a time. This is a time in their life where basically you can make training into a big game. It can be something that they really look forward to, and it, you just you just make it a lot of fun. If you think about it, your puppy is going to be learning whether you are actually, you know, take whether you are actually meaning to teach them or not, they're still going to be learning. So this is a great time in their life to teach them the right thing. So you've done that, you've made training into a game, and now you're also doing your socialization exercises as well. Some ideas to do for socialization that are a little bit different. Um, Number one, wearing pants or wearing shorts when you normally wear the other. If If you get your puppy in the summer like right now right now here in America it's the summer in the southern hemisphere it's their winter so here we would be wearing mostly shorts around your puppy well believe it or not if your puppy's never had a chance to see somebody wearing pants the first time they see that that can be a little odd for them so just little things like changing changing your clothes like that um, if you put on a hat that can be very different as a matter of fact there are a lot of uh, it's very common for dogs to kind of be a little bit freaked out by people wearing hats. Um, what you what you want to do is you want to make sure to put on a hat, play with your dog, show them that that's okay. When when they're you know when they're very little, to help them um, overcome that. Some other some other things to think about. I I have um, umbrellas that I bring in and I'll open around the dog. And even if your dog is okay with an umbrella, say maybe a black one, a brightly colored one, it can be something totally different to them you'll want them to hear all kinds of different noises so you'll with noises you have to be kinda kinda careful because those loud sounds are something that can be commonly um, scare dogs so what you'll want to do is introduce them to noises um, a little bit at a time as much as you can for example you can introduce them to say pots and pans banging together in a way that's not at all scary if you start out doing it very very softly and while you're doing this softly fun things are going on and they're getting treats and they're getting and they're getting pet and they're getting loved on well then you can slowly you know make make these crashing pots and pans a little bit louder at a time and they learn hey these these noises are pretty fun so that's pretty cool um... and
0: then i guess they would not be scared of those noises in the future
1: exactly that will help them to not be afraid of loud noises in general Now. Again, one loud noise may not be the same as another loud noise, but if you can introduce them to loud noises so that they learn that just because something's loud, it isn't bad, then you've got, you've got half of your problem solved right there. Another one that you'll want to do is expose your dog to lots of different people. And when you're exposing them to different people, you'll also want to expose them to people with different characteristics. Um, for example, you would want to expose them to both um, you know, men and women, to children of all different sizes, to even um, grown-ups of all different heights and weights and you know, ethnicities. Anything that you can think of that will make one person different from another, that's what you're going to want to do for your dog so that they are introduced to every type of person they may run into throughout their life. And that it happens in a positive way. I mean, you know, get get all of your all of your friends in there, or you know, friendly strangers as you're going on your walk. Um, lots of people love to pet a puppy. It's it's kind it's kind of tougher to find somebody who doesn't want to pet your puppy than to find somebody who does. And people will be thrilled if you kind of you know give them a little treat and ask them to give the treat to your puppy and pet your puppy. They love that, and most of the time the puppies do too. So this is a great time to take advantage of that also keep in mind that you will want to introduce them to people maybe who have wheelchairs or have canes or use walkers and basically anything that's a little bit different than what they would see within your house go ahead and try to introduce them so that they get used to people in all shapes and sizes and forms and that will help that will help them to be um, much more comfortable around people and more sociable around people now of course you're also going to want to introduce them to other dogs when you do that though I would not recommend their first introduction to other dogs being you take them and turn them loose in the middle of a dog park what would be what would be better is if you go ahead and introduce them to some dogs that you know now first of all when you do this you want to make sure before you introduce them to other dogs that they have their shots just in case another dog happens to be carrying anything, the rest of socialization you can do anytime. time, but specifically when you're introducing them to other dogs, make sure that they have their shots. Um, you'll want to actually go ahead and take and take them. You know, first of all, don't don't just go running up to any dog. You know, t- use ones that you know, or if it's not a dog that you know make sure to check with the owner to make sure that this dog is friendly because a lot of dogs are not necessarily friendly to other dogs and even the ones who are aren't necessarily as friendly to puppies Uh, older dogs can get a little bit ornery about that kind of thing so make sure that these other dogs are going to be friendly and go ahead and take your puppy up to them while your puppy is on their leash so that way you have a little bit of control over them See how they, how they take it and how they act. And this is a way that you can take them away if they get to be a little bit too much for the poor older dog who's having now a little puppy jumping up in their face. Um, after, after the dog and the puppy have met and they get along, then you can go ahead and take your puppy off the leash and let them go play with the dog. Again, stay kind of close so that you can get them out of the way in case they're starting to annoy the older dog a little bit. But you want to basically um, introduce them to as many different um, people and other animals as you can. Um, Dr. Ian Dunbar, who is, uh, who is a well-known veterinarian and um, behaviorist. who he's actually, he's actually, I believe, out in California, and he works a lot with the shelter and rescues. He says that for the ultimate socialization, you will want your puppy to meet 100 people by the time they're three months old. So think about that, a hundred people by the time they're three months old. And if you consider that you know um legally in most of the states, if not all of them, dogs cannot go um away from their away from their mothers until they're eight weeks old. That means that you want to make sure that your dog's meeting a hundred people in a month. So that's that's a good size project. But you can do it because as I said, you take your dog on a walk and think about the people that you may pass on your walk. And chances are most of them would be more than happy to come pet your puppy if you let them.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know if this is a puppy thing or not, but we've taken, you know, when we're doing training, we've taken our dogs to, you know, stores that let animals come in like Home Depot or Lowe's um, or Equivalent. And I don't know if this would be a good idea for puppies, too, is that... A good socialization place.
1: Absolutely. In my class, in my class, I actually recommend to them that they take their dogs anywhere that dogs are, that they'll let you bring them in. And as Walter mentioned, we luckily around here they'll let us bring them into Home Depot and Lowe's. If you take them somewhere like that, keep them close by you. As a matter of fact, in the cart is probably a good place, just because there um, there's so much debris around that you don't want them kind of getting into. But it's still a great place to meet people and to see new sounds and smell new smells, and you can kind of hold up the little packages to them and let them see what those are about. So that's that's absolutely a great idea. Um, some other ideas are a lot of pets. Uh, a lot of pet supply stores will let you bring your animals in. There are some cafes and and restaurants where, if you sit outside, they'll allow you to bring your dogs. And that, of course, you know, depends on what they're particular licensing is and such but um, anywhere you can think of to bring your dog bring them to the beach if you have beaches bring them to the mountains if you have those Um, if you bring them anywhere that's wooded of course be sure to check them for ticks afterwards but um, bring them everywhere you can this is the perfect time in your dog's life for field trips
0: and of course bring those doggy bags the pooper scoopers and such Yes.
1: Yes, that's that's one that we still have to kind of consciously remind ourselves, but everyone appreciates it so much more if you can pick up after your dog. And if you are inside somewhere, keep in mind that um with a with a puppy, they don't necessarily have the uh, best ways of telling you when they need to use the facilities, so to speak. So, make sure to go ahead and if you do bring them someplace like Home Depot, to bring them outside every so often, um, put them on a little grass patch, kind of far away from the from the store, at least the entrance, so that they can have a chance to do their business if they need to. And bring paper towels and such with you in case you do happen to have an accident and some cleaning supplies. Um, so those are some great places to bring your dogs to socialize. But um, some other some other socialization ideas. Um, you, can, you can have them walk on different surfaces. We talked about concrete and grass before, but if you can bring them to, you know, to the beach to walk on sand, if you can have them walk on wood or wood chips and mulch, um, you know, tile, uh, tile, carpet inside, wood floors inside, if they can walk on even some uneven surfaces, say kind of like gravelly, or on surfaces that'll, that'll move just a, just a little bit. Those are great things to do with them so that they get used to that. You'll want them to, sit to have different things that they have to try to do, such as um, climbing in and out of the car, you know, going, going and figuring out how to go in and outside of a box having to figure out how to get on, you know, on top of things. You can stack little boxes and pillows and all kinds of fun things for them to climb in and around on and try to make a little doggy gym for them to play in. Just um just think of think of as many different things as you can to introduce them to. Bring bring things in front of them, different kinds of toys. Um there's there's no limit to what you can do, but I mean, think about it and if it's not something that, you know, is at their nose level that they're coming into contact with, On an everyday basis then it's fair game for socializing your new puppy and um, that's it's one of the most fun parts about having them so definitely take the opportunity while you have it now if you don't have a puppy you have an older dog that you've brought home they may actually already they'll they'll be for the most part over their socialization period and it's not uncommon for dogs to have phobias um, Kyler is a, is a little bit of a skittish dog. When I talked before about taking your puppies on things that kind of move around a little bit well, I don't think she did any of that when she was a puppy or if she did it was not a positive experience because she does she doesn't like any anything like that anything that she that she steps on or leans against and it moves that's pretty much the end of that But even even at her age and she is, to the best of to the best guess that we can that we can do, she's about five years old. Um, I'm still I'm still working with her on you know every now and then something will happen, something will move under her foot, and she'll get a little scared, and so I just work with her. And any time that you see your dog having a phobia, one of the best things to do is to just go ahead and don't don't try to soothe them per se but go ahead and do things to distract them like going ahead and doing some of your obedience or some fun tricks or playing a game or something like that and then the other thing you want to do is to try to reintroduce them to that situation again but in kind of a non-threatening way and you want to really really be very positive and use a lot of reinforcement whenever they do the thing that you want them to do Um, like, like, for example, Kyler's bed, Kyler's bed moves into our bedroom at night and she sleeps in front of the closet. Well, yesterday the closet door wasn't closed all the way. So when she laid down, she hit the closet door and it slammed behind her and scared her because that was loud noise. She didn't know where it came from. So what I had to do was then, you know, she was a little bit spooked about getting back on the bed. So what I did was she actually has a command to get on her bed and I had her do the command and she got on her bed and then I had, you know, and then I had her lay down on it. And this whole time, every time she would make a move towards the bed, um, when she would put her foot on the bed, when she would go to lay down on the bed, I would just, you know, pet her and praise her and tell her how wonderful she is for doing what I wanted her to do and doing the positive thing. And within a few minutes, she basically felt all right about the situation and was able to go to sleep. Um, that's what you'll want to do if you have, you know, if you have older dogs or if you have puppies, and you notice that they have any kind of a phobia. One of the toughest things to do is to keep yourself from comforting them, because if you comfort them, all you're going to do is increase that scared behavior. So don't comfort them. Just do something else to take their mind off of it. Reintroduce them to it in a very positive way. And then, and then, just you know, make it really fun for them. Make it something they really like to do. Like woohoo! That that door slam. That's that's good times. So, in honor of the puppy class, this has been a really great show talking all about socialization to prevent phobias in your puppies, and also ways to help your older dogs work through phobias that they may still have. So, let me ask you, Walter. Is there anything that you had to add to that?
0: Well, absolutely. I mean, everyone, please. Uh if you have any questions about socialization and your dog, Tara is here for you. Uh, you know, Please call us on our voicemail, send us an email, leave a comment on the website at caninecast.com. The information for all the, the ways to contact us is posted at the end of the show and at the website. Of course, if you have any other dog-related questions, um, we'd love to hear from you as well. Last show, we asked for people to send in uh, some dog stories at the suggestions of our listeners, some stories about your dog or funny stories. And we got a few great ones, and we're looking forward to seeing more stories come in. So please keep sending them. And we're working on a way to incorporate them into the website and incorporate them into the show so that way we can share them with everyone. So please keep sending them in. We really love them.
1: Yes, and we've gotten some great ones, too. Some are really funny, and some are kind of sad, but... They're all really great stories, so we can't wait to share them with you. Um, Please continue to send them in. And also, don't forget, if you'd like to send in pictures of your dogs as well, because we're going to post those too. And so with that, I think that pretty much wraps it up. If you enjoyed our podcast, please remember to visit Podcast Alley and vote for us. And until next time. Remember, too, if you have not already, please spay or neuter your dog, because that's the best thing that you can do for your furry friend.
0: If you have a question for Tara or a comment about Canine Cast, please leave us a voice message by calling 206-338-DOGS. That's 206-338-3647. Or post a comment on our website at CanineCast.com. That's the letter K, the number 9, cast.com.